Hey kids, you're listening to Nothing in Moderation with Travis and Mike. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on this regularly scheduled dumpster fire. You can catch us on all the social medias under at Nothing in Mod Pod. So let's go ahead and get this hillbilly hog fight underway. Nothing, bitch. Fucking uh, getting off to a late start on all this shit this week, man. Yeah, shit's wild. It's, it was, you, it's been a it's been a fuckery weekend. I mean, you were. I mean, based on our conversation, you were running around getting some some Mike specific stuff done too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and to fucking just like I we're we're moving moving forward with trying to get the uh, the old studio uh, turned into the master bedroom. So cleaning out the spent the whole weekend cleaning out and demolishing the dumpster. Man, that multi-million dollar studio that we had is now being turned yeah. into your bedroom. What kind yep. of baller ass life do you live? I mean, you know, it, you know, so one of us has to. You know, we both can't be poor. Yeah, I mean, I'm still living in a smaller version of a dumpster. It's called a trash can. Yeah, everyone just keeps calling me Oscar. Well, I mean, I'll I'll uh, I'll bring you the remnants of the dump, the dumpster so you can uh, you can decorate up your trash can to make it feel Boy. more like a dumpster. I appreciate that. So, yeah, I just spent the whole weekend playing Bob the Builder and working on some some personal shit that I got going, and ugh, so much work, so that's, much work. But that's good. I mean, it's it's being productive. I I was not productive. We had family in from out of town. Uh, shout out to Matt. He uh, picked up his his little uh, stickers from us, so we put them on some stuff, or he put them on some stuff, and took some pictures. So I'll send those over to you if I haven't yet. I think you already did, so I'll throw him up on the old social media. Make sure you send Good me his deal. at so we can tag him if you want to. Yeah, he's he's got some sort of the social medias, I believe. Okay. Well, hopefully. I mean, you know, if you don't in 2020, what are you even doing with your life? Right? Social media is life. Yeah, pretty much. Ugh, social media is a fucking shit show. I actually had the conversation just a few minutes ago with Jen about, like, there's somebody that we both follow, and I got to their story on Instagram, and I was immediately like, this person annoys the shit out of me, and I, I just don't know why I keep following them. And Jen has done business with the person, and she's like, you know, I feel kind of obligated to, but at the same time, and I was like, see, that's the problem. We feel obligated to follow these people, and like, we shouldn't feel obligated to follow any of them. No, because it's, follow all of them. it's literally just an elective bullshit thing that we have. That we're fake friendsing with people. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, needless to say, I unfollowed that person as soon as I remembered. So. Well, and just because, just let's just say, as a for instance, the a restaurant makes really good food. You don't need to be friends with them on Facebook. I mean, you can be fucking yeah. do whatever you want, but just because I'm friends with someone in real life and I think they post stupid shit doesn't mean I have to allow their stupid shit to be on my timeline or yeah. you know anything like that. I think that's hard for people to to reconcile or or you know do in in real life like i get it but i also know like in practice like it you know every now and then it's it's you know like eh. 
used to be that I kept people like that around, people that I didn't like around because I wanted the drama. <laughs> right. Now that I don't, now that I, yeah, now that I don't want it, I'm just like, ugh, unfollow, ugh, unfollow. Meltdowns. Yeah, I can't, I can't do it. I don't have time for it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I just had a, I had a phone call from a buddy today and he's like, hey man, I, I really need your advice. And uh, I was like, well, if you're calling me for advice, you've already made a dumb fucking decision. Yeah. What, yeah. Whatever you're asking for advice and you've already done the wrong thing or want to do the wrong thing. Yeah. And and he goes on and he tells me, he's like, listen, man, this girl I was with for a long time, I really have, you know, strong feelings for, and she's bananas. Like, you know, she texts me every single day and, and at the end of the day, it's I love you and stuff like this. He's like, but then she's on whatever that bullshit TikTok is, he says. Mm-hmm. He's like, and, and she's trash talking me and has like a thousand people commenting on it or whatever he's like she's not saying my name but she's very specifically talking about me he's like well you know what do i do and i was like nothing he's like well well, how can i how can i get her back and i was like you don't yeah and he's like well he's like that bullshit pisses me off i'm like i get it man but if she knows it's getting to you she's gonna keep doing it that's the reason a lot of people do stupid shit like that just let it go. Anytime someone's like, bro, have you seen that so-and-so said this about you? Just tell them, man, I don't fucking care. I don't have time for that. Yeah. And keep moving. I always like to respond to those questions with who? Yeah. Who? Um, but I, in that situation, if she legit has like thousands of people commenting on her TikTok, she's likely just after it for the the drama that could ensue and to continue growing her following on TikTok because that's what most people are interested in. Like there yeah, are people it, that that do shit strictly for TikTok and like men, women, like I, because I'm, I'm, I'm our, I'm our podcast TikTok expert because out of the two of us, I'm the only one that knows what the fuck's going on on TikTok to some extent. And yeah, like, I just I've get the figured out. Clips. Yeah, and I figured out that that a lot of the shit that people do on there, they do specifically for the reaction, but it's 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 so much greater on TikTok because it's like a. Because it's video based, you can do a little bit of storytelling. You can edit it up a little bit to make it seem kind of funny, or you know, adjust timing. Like, so it's really like a, it's not, you know, like on Instagram, you've only got the minute. You can't, it, you know, it's hard. Like, so I don't know. It's 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 very. It's all very odd. Yeah, I know she made a big stink. She's like, oh, you shouldn't worry about it. I'm just being funny. I'm making a joke. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, no, no. If do you really want to be in a situation where the person that you're spending time with and that you you're trying to have a relationship with is going to be pushing themselves ahead at your personal mm-hmm. cost and making you look bad? Nope. And you he's like, not. I know, I know, I know. It's no, just don't. tough. And I'm like, no, it's not. Do change your fucking number, block all her contact information, mm-hmm. delete TikTok, yep. and just don't deal with it. Yeah, I was like, she'll get a little bit done. worse. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, and, and I told him that it's easier said than done. Yeah. But I told him it, it'll get a little worse to start with because she'll become desperate to get your attention. But then she'll just stop when there's no reward to her efforts. Pretty much. And this applies to both men and women acting, yeah, you know, yeah. no, for absolutely. attention, and acting negatively for it and stuff. This, we we this should say scenario. that. Because there yeah. was there was a time in my life where I was her and there's a time in my life where I was him. <laughs> yeah. So. And, you know, we have a a friend or a mm-hmm. guy that we used to be friends with or whatever that would do that kind of shit. Like you wouldn't hear from that person for six months. Cause you know, there's mm-hmm. some issue falling out. And then all of a sudden for no fucking reason, they poke the bear just to, yeah. just to get a rise out of it to show, Hey, I'm still here. I can still yeah. piss you off. And it's like, man, I don't fucking care. Yeah. That's cool. If you feel that way, you feel that way. Oh, you're not going to argue with me. No dude, nope. I don't care. Yeah. No. 
That's the beauty of growing up. We really are two fucking old men. We've done nothing funny. We're seven minutes in, and all we're doing is giving life relationship advice <laughs> to the younger kids. I feel well, like I know, should take the microphone and walk out to my porch and scream, get off my lawn. But my wife was giving me a bunch of shit about that. She's like, you know, you guys call the show nothing in moderation, but some of the ridiculous shit that you want to do, Mike tells you no, and he's being an adult, and she's like, that's moderation. She's like, I don't get it. If you're not just going to go all in, why is it called nothing in moderation? I'm like, well, the premise of the show is here's all the stupid shit we've done and what we've learned so you don't have to. Also, <laughs> while, while she's absolutely correct, I'm going to assume at some point in her schooling, there was somebody that they called Tiny, who was not, in fact, Tiny. Okay. And that's us. We call ourselves nothing in moderation, even though we are not, in fact, nothing or not moderate, if that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. It makes sense in my head. Sure. <laughs> you always call yourself the opposite of what you are. Like, I was always Tiny, but I was never actually Tiny. Well, that comes back to my whole concept of making small penis jokes instead of big penis jokes. Yeah, exactly. So, but. listen, you're here for the life advice. We promise. <laughs> so, all, all seventeen of you, right? right. <laughs> I uh, I had told you I was looking at picking up a a podcast branded uh, car for us to go out and mm-hmm. enjoy mm-hmm. on track days and stuff like that. And I went and got that this week. Nice. Um, it, it's a a ninety Miata. It's it's one I had bought a while ago and then f- you know found its way back to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lost puppy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an atrocious yellow color, but the body's all straight. There's no rust on it to speak of. I mean, a little bit of you know surface rust bullshit where the paint needs to be fixed or whatever. But yeah. it ran and drove, and you know, I think I sent you a picture of my beard blowing all over the place, doing <laughs> yeah. sixty-five down the highway. And we should use that as the cover art for this week. <laughs> we can. I mean, I I talked to JP about getting a set of eyes and hands on it to figure out what needs to be replaced to make sure yeah. it's safe and stuff like that. And it needs a different set of wheels and tires on it. Cause the HREs that are on it are just way too big. Mm-hmm. It yeah. rubs at like half a turn of the steering wheel. Nice. Yeah. Well, hopefully he'll get you tightened up. I, uh, I ended up, I sold our podcast car this weekend. So, Oh man, our 24 hour of lemons car is gone. Yeah. Well, you know, it'd be like that sometimes. I, uh, had other adult things I needed to do that I needed the money for more quickly. So I, uh, I sold it for I sold it for what I had in it and got out of out from under it. So I was hoping Perfect. to give it to Dad, but it was a little too much for Dad. So the uh, or too much work for Dad, I guess, is probably more the the thing. So I'm still on the hunt for a car for Dad. Um, but other okay. than that, you know, were we uh, are we putting a lift kit on the Miata or no? Because you sent me Dude. a link to a lift kit, <laughs> and yeah, I did think you, a lift kit. Did you see Miata the price be, on it? Oh yeah, it was like what, like three hundred bucks? Yeah, it's like two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. And, and, and listen, I'm sure you can get it cheaper through your, your some of your industry contacts. Hint, hint, uh, nudge, nudge. Maybe. We'll find out. Uh, yeah. I didn't look at that. I looked at like some energy suspension and some shocks oh. and struts. And so we what's super know. neat about the lift kit is for anyone who's listening that isn't familiar, a Miata is like this super tiny little two-seater convertible. It doesn't make sense for my six-foot huge-ass self to even be inside of it. Um, So it looks funny enough already, but this one is slammed to the ground. So I came out of the gas station and drug the underside of the car on a fairly level area just because of body roll and how fat I am. Perfect. But this, this kit does some geometry relocating stuff and it lifts the car up in the air on the stock style suspension to put as big as I think it was like a 20, 25 and a half inch tire under it. Nice. So it, it just looks like a equivalent to like what? Like 31. 
I think. No, so a 31 is 31 overall. A 25 oh, you're, oh, you're, okay, is 25 overall. All right, yeah, yeah, never mind. My bad. But it, Forget but I'm it, talking. Because it looks like a little Matchbox car. Now it looks like a Matchbox car on an RC monster truck set of tires driving around like that. Yeah, and we need that. I think it'd be funny. So we may end up doing that. Ashley, Ashley even gave it the green light, and mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I didn't realize it was only 250 bucks. I just think it's funny to do something like that and drive yep. it around. Nope, that's uh, that's that. If you don't do that, you don't have a hair on your ass. Unfortunately, <laughs> well, I, I know have... you have hairs on your ass. <laughs> so. I have lots. Yeah. No, so I, <laughs> I think a lifted Miata is perfect. I I think it is the kind of thing to get enough attention that with the uh, company logo on the vehicle, mm-hmm. it would help. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So we just have to put at nothing in Mod Pod with it. Yeah. Yeah. That way they you know they can figure out what to do. <laughs> It just says nothing in moderation. They're like, oh, that's the name of the car. Yeah, good call. So, yeah, I think but, I think taking that to some off-road events with, you know, lifted me on, it would be pretty sweet. I just think about how that poor little engine is going to struggle to turn anything decent-sized tire-wise. That's okay, because then we can put a uh, we can put a real engine in it. <laughs> now like it's getting tur- expensive. Like a turbo LS. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. You have to ride in the passenger seat and bring a boat oar so you can that's paddle fine. by people. I won't need a boat oar because, in theory, on the street, an LS-powered Miata would you wouldn't I wouldn't be around long enough for you to see the oar. It would be terrifying. Those things only weigh like eighteen hundred pounds. Yeah. No. There's there's nothing there's nothing not terrifying about a fast Miata. So. <laughs> and it would not be moderate. I remember. I remember. I almost raced one in the neon one night, and I pulled up next to him on I four, and it was it was I think it was one of the three. It was the black one with the three hundred two that used to run around Orlando. Okay, the flying Miata. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Is. Um, But I pulled up next to him, not realizing what it was, and as soon as I heard him downshift, I just shifted into into fifth and rolled my windows up. Like I just, I was like, <laughs> nope, I'm good, I'm good, no, no thanks. You get shamed out of the race. Yeah, pretty much. So that happened to me a time or two. Usually, I wasn't smart enough to figure it out until it was too late. But that night, that night, I figured it out quickly. Yeah, the. I haven't had that happen because I would normally commit to it anyway and just get beat if that <laughs> yeah. if that was the situation. But nope, not even wasting my gas, dude. We went all the way out to thirty third way back when. Uh, so in Orlando, there was a situation where a guy named Bert had a vehicle that he jumped a curb and killed a, a kid or a kid and his mom or something like that. It was out on Presidents, wasn't it? Yeah, and that's yeah. so that happened, and that's when the street racing laws got a lot stricter in the state of Florida. Well, probably a year prior to that is when I had the Honda and the group of the uh, grown-up kids and I went out to 33rd at that gas station to try and hustle some, Mm -hmm. you know, some races and stuff. And Bert was the guy who was trying to talk into a race and his was like a, it was before the SRT4 was really a thing, but it was still like the 2-4 Avenger block or whatever it is with a bunch of nitrous Mm -hmm. and it was on slicks and everything like that. And he's trying to get me to give him like two in the move and I'm on a... I'm on a much less aggressive setup. Yeah. And so the girl I was dating at the time had come with us and she started getting really uncomfortable uh, because of the group of people that are out there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you know, I saw someone has a gun. I'm like, yeah, everyone that we're here yeah, with have concealed weapons permits yeah. too. I'm like, I wouldn't worry. Which everybody it. in this parking lot does. That's how it works. <laughs> right. And so she kept pressing that we were going to, we needed to leave. We need to leave. We need to leave. So we ended up leaving. I didn't get any action and we're on the way home. And so this is just a tiny little like 93 Honda Civic hatchback with no interior other than the front seats. And the nitrous model is mounted in the back. And 
somebody comes up next to me on the highway. We're coming past like the Sanford Mall or whatever on the way back to Deltona, and it's a an Integra, and it gets next to me, and it's it's downshifts and it's revving at me and stuff, and I'm like, ooh, and I tell her like, open the bottle. She's like, don't you dare make a pass in this fucking car with me in it. And I was like, well, then you need to get out, and I'm not pulling over. <laughs> She didn't get out. Uh, well, I yeah. didn't get. To, I didn't get to drag that ass. So well, I would say yeah. it'd be like that sometimes, buddy. Yeah. And, all right. Well, now that we've relived our youth and <laughs> given, uh, we well, we really we relived our youth. We've given relationship advice. We're really we're we're doing the Lord's work over here. We're solving <laughs> we're solving life's little problems. Hallelujah. So while we're while we're doing the Lord's work and uh, and solving life's little problems, want to make sure that we remind you guys that uh, we are still giving out stickers. Uh, we are going to mail them to you free of charge, and all we ask in return is that you send us a picture of where you placed said sticker. Um, yep. You can, can send be us in your email. Toolbox. Yeah, toolbox on your Miata, um, on your '93 hatchback Honda Civic, on your SRT4. As nipple pasties, yeah. As on a bar I wall. mean, that would, it, uh, yeah. I mean, wherever. I mean, we don't really want you racing them on a bar wall because, you know, again, nobody really knows what they mean unless you know. It's one of those things where, like, if you know, you know. Most people <laughs> don't know, but we want to get rid of these stickers so that we can address that issue and order more stickers with, uh, you know, some more directions for people to, you know, find us. Um, but yeah, uh, make sure you guys are, you know, just hit us up at, uh, with an email or. Uh, on any of our socials, send us a DM or a, a message or whatever, and we will get one out to you promptly. All the socials are at nothing in Mod Pod. Right? Yeah. Hang on a second. Yeah. Mike's fucking it up. Mike fucked it up. Just so you guys know, it's not me. Mike fucked it up. All right, Mike's back. Mike's, Mike's back. Uh, Mike's AirPod. The battery died on it. Fucking up in '93, Mike. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really it's what I do mostly. So you're gonna have to cut all of that out. Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, that's you know that's what I do. So um, fuck. But you you can't cut the part out where I said you have to cut all of that out just so Billy hears it. Absolutely, and I might just leave it all in just to piss him off. So no, there's a <laughs> bunch of slamming around. It yeah, sounded like a trailer a park on St. Patty's night. Yeah, well, man, it's a pretty sweet reference. I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been doing a, a small business shout out for the last two weeks. Uh, we did Pandora's Pops the first time, um, mm-hmm. and we did what was it? Waistline holsters. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think this week we've uh, we are going to do uh, our good buddy uh, Babin. Babin is the owner at Subcultures Tattoos. Uh, you can follow him on all of his social medias at irbabin. Um, the Babin is um, he's you know he's not just a tattoo artist. He uh, he designed the logo that we use for the show. Um, he just very recently designed a logo for myself uh, for a different business venture that I'm currently working on. Um, but he does, uh, you know, pretty much anything involving art. He, um, you know, he's he's into and interested in, and uh, you know, he's uh, just an all-around really, really good guy. And and you know, he's one of those people that really uh, supports. You know, he supports the show and supports us, and uh, we appre- we really appreciate him. So make sure you guys are following him uh, on all of his socials. Again, it's at irbabin, 
and his tattoo shop is uh, Subcultures with a Z, S-U-B-C-U-L-T-U-R-E-Z. Uh, they're located in Orange City. Um, I know they're not currently open, but I knew, I do believe that we're getting close to tattoo shops reopening, so you'll be able to get in with him or any of his many talented artists. Yeah, I mean, that's that's who both you and I have trusted to permanently decorate yep. our bodies. Uh, our buddy Mike, who we've talked about on here before, is mm-hmm. is covered almost essentially from head to toe. Well, yep. collar to toe. Yeah. Rafi, Between uh, Babin and his other artist, Rafi, who we've interviewed on the show, is, mm-hmm. is heavily tattooed by Babin or his crew. Yep. So it, it's, it's someone is, that we trust. It's yeah. someone... Oh, yeah, your wife. Forgot yeah. about that. Um, so... Yep. So yeah, Good definitely dude. check him out in his shop. And uh, like I said, he, uh, you know, there's not a whole lot the guy can't do. So we, uh, we, we appreciate him. Except a backflip. I bet he could do a backflip too. He seems, he seems like he could do it. I, I, I got faith in him. Man, I'd watch that. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man. The, uh, are we, do we, are we doing a vegan food update? Do we have, do we have an update on, I know you're not vegan anymore. What do you got? You back to pooping normal cause you're carnivore? Yeah, so I figured we could still do the vegan update if we wanted to, and it just won't be vegan. It'll just keep the name. Yeah, um, well, because that would make so sense. <laughs> this whole month, uh, so we're a little more than halfway through the month, and we've been doing the carnivore thing the whole time, uh, and it was a little different. You get kind of a haze when you're going keto or whatnot to start with, or you're mm-hmm. going keto carnivore. Flu. Yeah, a keto flu, yeah. so to speak. Um, which is not a racist term on like other flu names that have been around recently. Mm-hmm. Jesus. And <laughs> so the carnivore thing, it just, we're back almost to the point of like, I don't need to eat anything before one o'clock in the afternoon mm-hmm. and I'll eat something super light, you know, a couple pieces of, of deli meat or whatever and, and some cheese. And then we'll each eat a one pound steak for dinner, you know, come eight o'clock or whatever it is. And then we're done for the day. So it, it's a lot less variety. Mm-hmm. because we we stick to pretty much the same couple things, and Ashley isn't real big into pork unless it's bacon. But So we eat chicken and we eat steak and, and stuff like that, and eggs, cheese, milk, that's it. <laughs> but but it definitely has me feeling better and, and skin's clearing up from stuff because that's what we kind of saw an issue with going back to all the carbs. Um, we actually just got a Marco's Pizza last mm-hmm. night. And you can get it as keto compliant, so there's no crust. It's literally just a tray of cheese and toppings. Hmm. Have it's you like been to uh, Mellow Mushroom? I haven't, but Ashley actually brought up. I wonder if this is like what Mike was talking about for Mellow Mushroom. It, it probably is. I, I've, I've never. I didn't know Marcos did that. I don't think we have one super close up here. I think the closest one is probably like Sanford for me. Um, maybe Deltona might have one. They seem they seem trashy enough to have a Marcos. I had never um, even heard of it before. Yeah, the uh, I think Deltona has one or Orange City, one of the two. They're both trashy enough to have one. Um, but the uh, uh, but the, the the pizza that Mellow Mushroom does, and I, I know they do it in Sanford for sure, and some of their other locations do it as well. But like, it's not cauliflower; it's just cheese, and it's like you can get any pizza you want on that crust. And I've never like I've never had a bad pizza on that crust. But it's more expensive than a standard pizza. Two dollars. Right? Yeah, but you're already in it for like twenty bucks on a mellow mushroom pizza. No, because you can. Well, they only do it on one size, which is they're small. So it's oh. like, uh, I think they're like anywhere from nine to thirteen dollars. So okay, eleven to fifteen bucks for you know. And I mean, even before surgery, I a whole one was enough for me. So 
It's not like a okay. you know, it's a, it, they're, they're small is a good size pizza. Marcos so they, ended up being like eight fifty a piece. That's not too bad. So no, yeah. I mean they were cheaper than the salad was. Yeah. Well, I mean, who eats salad though? Rabbits. Gross. Who likes my rabbit? food? Nobody, eats. nobody should like rabbits. <laughs> my food eats salad. I'm not going to eat I my was, food's food. Well, I was shamed this weekend for being a vegetarian by my father-in-law. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. He, yeah. He, uh, cause he's, uh, like he hunts and, you know, is like very, very strictly meat. Um, mm-hmm. and we were, he was, he was making fun of me for, for eating vegetarian. So dang it, man. Eh, it happens. It's good times. If you love mm-hmm. animals so much, why are you going to eat their food? Yeah. Basically. The, uh, but that's the that's the vegan update. I'm back down to the weight that I was before the cheat weekend. Like oh, okay. I did that in like a week. Um, so no big deal, man. We're gonna keep it on the carnivore and see how it goes. Except you know if meat packing plants and everything are closing down, then we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not uh, I'm not super worried about that. I don't think that's gonna be uh, too big of an issue. Well. At least so it won't be the, for me because I don't eat meat. Oh, damn it. <laughs> you won't get the coronavirus from your meat. Double rub. The uh, Any van life updates or is that kind of just on hold? No, it's kind of on yet? hold. Yeah, everything else going on. It's just, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's on hold. Well, you know, and, and kind of we were talking about it the other day. Like I, um, so I don't, this year, I, I turned 37 next month. Dang. But. I, I, for the entire, for the entirety of this year, it feels like I felt like this year I turned 38 and there's a couple things I wanted to do for my 40th birthday. And I was kind of down cause I was like, um, oh, you know, I'm going to be 40 in like two years. I don't know if that's enough time to do the things that, you know, to be able to afford to do the things I want to do for my 40th birthday with everything else that I got going on and all the other plans I have. And then I realized I was going to be 37, and I was like, I got a whole extra year. So then, because I'm stupid like I am, I'm like, if I got a whole extra year, then I want to be able to have the van life stuff ready to go and road trip to the thing that I want to do for my 40th birthday. Are you keeping that thing a secret just in case it doesn't happen? No, I was just trying to build a little suspense. I've been working on my podcasting. uh, Thanks for asking. You're making me anxious. No, I appreciate appreciate (laughs) you asking. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, no, I, I for my fortieth birthday, birthday, I want to be. Uh, I am an Oakland A's fan. Uh, their baseball team. For those of you that may not know, uh, they're more than one of the more obscure teams. So I don't expect everybody to know who the Oakland A's are. Um, but I've been a fan since I was a little kid. It was the first little league team I played for, and I just became an A's fan. And you know, it was all downhill from there. Um, but I want to be in Oakland on opening day for a game on my for the year of my 40th birthday. That'd be cool. Um, but I also with that want to road trip to, you know, now that we were, now that I figured I'd have this extra year, I'm like, oh, I can get the van life stuff going. I got three years to do it. And then we can just take, you know, the whole week and drive cross country in our, in our van, you know, and, and fucking go to the game and hang out. And I know Jen wants to possibly dive with the sharks. Um, can they do that out of uh, San Francisco? Okay. So um, that's something we might want to, you know, incorporate into it. So that'd be cool. Got two I mean, or three that's years. A, so that's a pretty cool plan. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like had. I don't have anything that cool scheduled for my fortieth birthday year. Yeah. I I want to do the baseball game long before forty, but I got yeah. so many other things going on right now. It probably ain't gonna happen. So is this something that it's like for your fortieth birthday year, or something to achieve 
before the end of your 40th birthday year so it, that you it, if you could do it next week listen if, if if i could do it next week i would do it next week um but it, i would like to achieve it by my 40th year um but i you know if i can do it sooner i will absolutely do it sooner so i guess it's not really a 40th birthday thing it's just you know i figure i could take it easy and you know, just aim kind of far out far out <laughs> on it I need to figure out some sort of goal to set for myself like that. I'm I'm gonna be thirty eight this year. Yeah, look at you, old ass. Yeah, I'm ahead of you by a little bit. Yeah, maybe mm. not forever, but at some <laughs> point you might be older than me. That's a good possibility. But, oh man. So we, I know I invited you to this this wild and crazy kids, not the Nickelodeon show. The one uh, that I was. The group that I was immediately kicked out of, or within 30 days kicked out of? Yeah, so for people that don't know, with with all the lockdown stuff, obviously Facebook groups have grown exponentially, and everybody's trying to find something to do to entertain themselves, and my my sister and my brother-in-law started uh, with a third friend of theirs, a, a private group, secret group, whatever it is on Facebook, and they do challenges, just you know, like they used to do every Halloween, they'd have a scavenger hunt, or, or when it was, whenever it was. So you get to join this group and they invited a select few people. And then those people were each allowed to invite, you know, one or two people that they trusted. Um, and like everything, the rules of the group are what happens in the group stays here. No snitching. Don't be an asshole. Do your best to obey Facebook community standards. So you don't get the, the whole group booted. Um, but one of the challenges that we just had uh, within the last over the weekend, actually uh, was we'd been split into three separate teams and the first guy and first girl from whatever team to be able to do a hand stand strip challenge would earn a certain number of points for this month's challenge. And it sounds just like what it is. You have to do a handstand and you have to remove your clothes while you're in the handstand position. And their rule was you have to remove at least four items of clothing and you have to, when you're done, be completely naked. So then it was like 15 points for first place, 10 points for second place, five points for third, and then one point for anybody after that who attempted it um, and was successful. So you could get your team some points. Well, <laughs> my wife thinks I'm absolutely nuts because I'm like, hey, I'm going to go do a handstand, take my clothes off while I'm upside down. <laughs> 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 nice. and, you know, we got it on video or whatever, but it's just all that kind of random fun shit and you know, it, it's fitting for some people and not necessarily for others. And you can't be offended by language or nudity and, and people share memes. And I haven't, I haven't gone heavy on the memes there. Uh, I didn't need to get kicked out of another group already, Yeah. but one of the guys that was in the group, he's like, Oh, your memes can't be that bad. And I sent it to him. I think I might've talked about this before. And he's like, Whoa, those are pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, people don't believe me when I tell them that you've, you've got some fucked up memes, but the group gets together like on Friday nights, they'll, they'll do a zoom conference call and play flip cup or, you know, they'll use whatever online game brokering situation there is to play cards against humanity or, mm-hmm. you know, so it's a social group and, but there's people, you know, in Japan, there's people on the East coast of the United States, West coast, people deployed all over the world, you know, cause they're friends of, of my brother-in-law and my sister and they've been all over the world with his time in the Marine Corps, but it's a, it's a fun group. But it's easy to get kicked out of because, like, you were there for the first 30 days, and if you mm-hmm. didn't do the challenges, 
They're not going to keep the people around just to keep them around. And we yeah. went from like 45 people to 22 people. Yeah. After the Didn't first Did you say month. it was even lower than that? Uh, it got cut down fairly low. And then we were supposed to try and get 15 new people added to the group that hadn't already been booted out. Yeah. Uh, by the middle of the month. So a couple days ago and like next month you could be invited back type deal. So, but you'd have to take the month off. And, I mean, so, it's obviously, it's not for you, but. Well, and it, you know what it's weird is, is like, I, like I enjoy the group and like, I, I, I love your brother in law and your sister, but like I got enough going on and I can, I can only keep so much of my life going in a straight path without all these other distractions and challenges that I have to do to stay in the group on Facebook. And I'm just like, I don't, I, I can't do this. Like, no, I hear you. And they'll do, they'll do flash challenges. It's like 3 a.m. Yeah, no. and it's like, all right, okay. take a shot or, no. or chug a beer or so like the scavenger hunt items this, this month are super interesting. It's like uh 10 points if someone gets a new piercing, you know, or yeah. that's a hard, yeah. that should be worth more than 10 points because there aren't any places to go get a piercing legally. Well, I mean, you just. <laughs> I'm not telling anybody to do this, but you can just do it at home. No, that's yeah, what I no, did. I, I, but <laughs> that doesn't seem dangerous at all. No, and and you shouldn't. I mean, does but, it does it count if you repierce something that you had already had pierced previously? Not if you have an existing hole. Would be no. my would be my understanding. Um, but that one was worth the most points. Um, mm-hmm. Touching a statue inappropriately, um, like you know, grabbing a, a statue's genitalia. Uh, one of the other ones was like. You have to have a picture of everybody on the team jumping in the air. So, and it's an all or nothing. It's worth five points. And if you have eight people on the team, all eight people have to submit their photo or you don't get any points for it. Mm-hmm. So it's encouraging the teamwork. One of the other ones is a group photo with a superhero theme. And they're like, oh man, how are we going to do this? I'm like, that shit's easy. Everyone send in your own picture of something superhero themed. Like I had a Batman shirt on. I was like, and just Photoshop all the fucking people together. Like have someone who's dressed as Superman flying sideways on the photo and Mm -hmm. who cares? Makes sense. But it's, it's about making it all come together, but it is fucking wild. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Damn it, Bobby. Never seen so much whacking in my life. (laughs) Ain't you the boys that's been whacking off in my tool shed? But it's a good time, man. So many boobs and wieners and stuff all over the place. I bet it was, uh, it was out of control when I was there, and that was just the the first month, so I'm sure they weren't going too hard, you know. Well, so this month there was a flash challenge, so flash meaning on the spot, and you got points for for these items. It's like, all right, of all the people in the group, the first person to show their boobs in a video type deal and share it in the group chat gets 15 points for their team or 10 points or whatever it is, you know what I mean, and it's one, two, three. And after that happened, within five minutes, it's like, all right, well, we already did the girls. So now, guys, you whoever does a video saying good job to their team. So we need to hear the team and says the name of the group as a for instance and pulls their dick out on the video earns points for their team. You know, same point scale, 10, 7, 5 or whatever it is. And it was funny watching the guys, the first couple of people that did it just literally posted a picture of them pulling their dick out. And, and the admins are like, no, you didn't listen to the rules <laughs> video. And you have to give a shout out to the person on the team that did a good job with the topless part. And I'm just, I'm laughing at all this. Stuff, like, 
Everybody is, is in a position. fraternity. I'm sure it's both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm laughing. I'm like, man, I get it. Everybody's happy to, to pull their peepees out, but... Are I, they? Like, eh. I was like, uh, listen, I'd have been on board with it. I'd have done it, I guess. But my sister's in the group, and I'm not trying to show her my dick. Yeah, that's that's super weird. So, <laughs> yeah, so I don't I don't blame I, you on that I, one. I was like, no, I think I can. I'll skip that one. Yeah, that one's that one's not going to be for me, folks. <laughs> I will yeah. take the point loss. Oh god, I've never had so, to work that hard to stay in a group before. So yeah, <laughs> and like like you said, we're busy, yeah. and you know, shit can't suffer for that. And I invited a friend of mine to the group, and I feel like she'd fit in good, but she's so busy trying to entrepreneur mm-hmm. that that she doesn't like she's working from from 8 a.m until you know 10 or 11 p.m she doesn't have time to do any of that stuff yeah like like even her intro was very minimal hi yeah. my name's so and so i sell these items and i'm here because you know travis brought me and he thinks it'd be fun and i like memes so if you have memes send them to me i run a meme page on instagram yeah so she just doesn't have time. I was like, Hey, you're on my team for the, the challenge this month. I literally just need you to take a picture with a drawing of the Batman emblem or something that you made. Cause I know you're a good artist. Uh, take a picture of you jumping and take a picture of you in ridiculous clothes clothes because it's wacky fashion show is one of the things that we have to do. And it's an all or nothing thing. This is a fraternity with a slash of cult in it. I like it. Yeah. It's a, I like it. Yeah. You know, the more, the, the more women. I hear you talk about it, the more interested I am in it. Yeah. I mean, in a couple months, maybe we can get the cult leader slash fraternity leader to give an interview or something. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. So real but. quick, sort of unrelated, and we can cut this part out if you want me to after I tell the story. So I I obviously I am I am friends with your sister and her husband on the social medias and they have right. You know, they have you have nephews, they have kids. And they were <laughs> they were at the skate park and they were letting the older one I think it was I think it was the older one. Uh, I they think were letting so. they were letting him ride down the half pipe or whatever or down the the ramp at the skate park, right? And I I I watched the video and I was sort of disappointed because knowing your sister and and your brother in law, I figured the video because it made it to social media was going to be of the kid eating shit as he rolled down the ramp and them laughing right. at him, and it was not that. And I was severely disappointed to the point where I even told Jen I was like, man, I was really hoping the kid was going to eat shit. <laughs> Because that's the Not seems like lie, the kind of shit me in the first half. Yeah, that seems like some shit your sister would find funny and share. You know, along with the successes too. But like, I was just like, man, I was really hoping he was going to eat shit, and I felt kind of bad for wanting your nephew to eat shit. Right, and obviously we don't want him harmed. But I no. was like, is, I had the same concern. I'm like, is this going to be an eat shit video? Yeah, yeah. And then and then I I'm see glad Clayton. I don't. I'm glad I wasn't <laughs> off my rocker for thinking that way. No, and I see Clayton being the good dad. You know, trying to run next to mm-hmm. my nephew while he's coming down the ramp on the bike. And then I see that Clayton's wearing flip-flops. I'm like, yeah, oh, maybe he's going to eat it. Maybe uh, I mean, somebody <laughs> in this video has got to eat shit. I hope, but nobody what ate kind shit. Of, so I'm disappointed. What kind now. of skate park is this where nobody falls? Yeah, for real. That's I've been to skate, skate parks, parks before. I always fall. Yeah. I've never been able to stand up at one of those fucking things. <laughs> That's <sighs> fucking Sweet funny. Jesus. Yeah. So, so you know that we had the trip to Peru uh, scheduled. We're actually supposed to be leaving like, next week or, mm-hmm. or today today tomorrow oh, man we're gonna have to record some more episodes <laughs> yeah but so that's all on on hold with the coronavirus situation but ashley and i talked about you know we'll essentially have gone a year without going somewhere and we understand that that's a very privileged complaint to have mm-hmm. but we talked about going back to savannah because it's local enough we you know we can drive there we don't have to worry about air travel and, and 
locked borders and shit like that. Yeah. And and we got to talking about going there and then obviously you start talking about ghosts and stuff and then when Matt was here this weekend I was we all three kind of had a conversation about ghosts and spirits and exorcisms and shit like that. And I wanted to ask you, you know, do you believe that ghosts are real? Absolutely. So do you think it that it's just a person who has decided that they don't want to leave or and they're stuck wearing the same clothes forever? Um yes and no. Um this is this is a this is a rabbit hole that we're gonna go down if you're <laughs> so I have I am of the opinion and people can call me crazy, it's cool, I don't mind. Um that to some extent like our our life just continues one after the other. If, and to, to explain that a little further, it's so like when you die, they say you see a light at the end of the tunnel. And in my opinion, that light is you being born again to live life over again. Okay, and so reincarnation? Effectively, yes. But, but, but reincarnation, I think, implies, and I, I don't know a lot about reincarnation, but I feel like it implies that you are reincarnated as something else. And I don't, I, I don't, I, 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 I kind of believe, and I'm not steadfast in this, but I'm, I'm pretty close to it, that you, you are born again and live the same life over again, attempting to get further than you did the previous time. <laughs> kind of like the Rick and Morty episode. And that's where, you... where, that's where the ghosts and the deja vu comes from. It's your pre, it's previous people, it's previous versions, almost like in a racing game, like when you have like your ghost car around the track that follows you, you know, your previous right. lap. It's that same scenario. And the, hmm. the, these ghosts that we see are people that are, you know, lived previous lives and didn't make it, you know, or, or what what have you. So, Do you think when, you're re, when you die and you're rebirthed, that you're rebirthed into the same planet, yes. essentially? Same, same exact scenario. Literally the same life. Live it over again. Make hmm. it further I, this time. I thought you were going to go somewhere and say, like... Yeah, it's just multiple circles that you go through. It's like opening a door. So you've lived in realm one, mm-hmm. and then when you die, you're rebirthed into realm two. And yeah, then when no, you no. die, you're rebirthed no, into I, realm I three. Like it's think, I legitimately think that you are you're living this same exact life over and over again. Just in different times or mm-hmm. just okay. Yeah, yeah. You 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 progress with time, you know. Which is why That's like you have people that are like old souls, quote unquote. Right. Because you you find that time where you, you know, you may have done better or had, you know, more, you know, more of a, I guess, an outlook or not an outlook, but like more of a more success or what have you, you know, so you that that kind of sticks in your soul. So I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm crazy. And, you know, we're all going to hell. I don't know. I don't actually (laughs) I don't actually know. And I mean, we're the three of us in the house. We're all of different opinions. Ashley, mm-hmm. Ashley doesn't like organized religion. She thinks for the most part, it preys on people and Absolutely. she doesn't believe in a supreme entity, you know, God or whatever term you want to use. Mm-hmm. Um, but she does believe in the law of conservation of energy, the whole idea that the energy that is us has to go somewhere. And and so she kind of believes in that whole universal energy balance concept Okay, where Matt is of a Christian persuasion and goes to church regularly. And I mean, definitely not somebody that beats you over the head with it. And he can have a very open Mm -hmm. discussion. I asked him a bunch of questions and stuff and you know, I'm, I'm neither of those, (laughs) but, but I think it's interesting that to have a civil discussion with so many various 
mm-hmm. talking points. And then we got on the topic of possession and stuff like that. And Matt's point was interesting. He believed that, you know, they have happened because it, it talks about him in the book, mm-hmm. but he doesn't believe that they still happen that, that demons necessarily have any direct interaction with people or influence on things. And I thought that was an interesting takeaway as well. So now, I, th- I think like things like that, um, possessions and, and exorcisms and things, I, I really wholeheartedly believe that that is history's way of not knowing how to deal with mental issues. Well, and that's what, what he says, you know, any current examples of, of possession should fairly easily be able to be, you know, dismissed as, mm-hmm. as a mental word, you know, stuff like that. And, and one of the ones that, so I really like the possession stories, especially if there's any kind of physical or, or video evidence of it, mm-hmm. because I think that, that lends to me the most credence that there's something else going on, especially when it's the hat possesses a knowledge that they have no realistic way to have. Like you fly to Italy and the person knows what you had for breakfast two days ago. Well, how yeah. on earth would they know that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or they they can yeah. speak a language that hasn't been actually spoken in essentially a thousand years. Or mm-hmm. so that access to knowledge that they shouldn't be able to have is one of the qualifiers in in exorcism cases. And I just think that kind of shit is so neat because it's harder to explain away. Yeah. And being someone that doesn't really necessarily believe in the heaven, hell, angels, God, mm-hmm. the whole situation, the idea that this kind of stuff happens. It's kind of like, okay, well, you don't believe in it, but how is it happening? Yeah. And you you have to struggle to explain it. And you know what I mean? So that it's really, that topic is really neat to me. It's terrifying to yeah. a lot of people that are <laughs> entrenched in religion, mm-hmm. but I think yeah. it's a very interesting item. Yeah. We'll end up doing I, I do the too. possession podcast. We could, we could, I could probably, I could probably talk about like my theory on, on life and shit. Like I could probably, I could probably talk about that for a pretty good amount of time. So. Hmm. Because I've got some some specific examples that you know, like I you know, I would need to write them down and you know whatever. But like I, right? There are some things that have happened that like I, you know, that helped me to believe the way I do. That's cool. So, I mean, yeah. to have a an opinion and have some sort of backing as to where you derive the opinion is far better than yeah. you know just yelling somebody else is wrong about it. Wait, you mean you can't yell something over and over again until it's true? I mean, if you say it loud enough, long enough, and insist on it, eventually it becomes true, right? Yeah, basically. I think that's how the world works now. <laughs> that's how it worked in, in Germany in the 30s. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> so I I think we're kind of to the, the treasure treasure time frame. We are. Um, it is my turn this week to have picked somebody. Oh, man. Uh, and your turn to guess. I think you're going to crush this one like I did last week. Yeah. Um. And once you figure it out, I'm pretty confident you're going to be able to tell the audience and myself more about it than I was able to find uh, in a reasonable amount of time. Okay. So you ready? I'm ready. All right. This Dr. week's Dre. trash or treasure. <laughs> oh. Is it too early to guess? Sorry. What was the guess? It's Dr. Dre. It is not Dr. Dre. Damn Although that, that would have been a fun one to do and mm-hmm. did cross my mind. Um so this is an American singer, songwriter, dancer, and actor. Uh, okay. This person has a TV show, or if they are not still on the air, they were on the air within the last couple of years. Um, this person said, quote unquote, Michael Jackson is the reason why I do music and why I'm an entertainer. Uh, they've got multiple platinum albums uh, and started on Jive Records. 
said that they signed on Jive Records specifically because of how well Jive seemed to do with with young talents like uh, Timberlake and Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Um, this person's other influences they've stated include Usher, Marvin Gaye, New Edition, and R. Kelly. Um, anything yet? Nothing yet. I got a couple of ideas, but I need to hear a little bit more. Okay. This person beefed with Eminem at one point. Okay. Um, this person, so this is where the clues are probably going to be dead giveaways. Are we talking about Nick Cannon? We are not. Damn it. So I may have been wrong with beefed with Eminem or with even having their own TV show. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. So, because I think that's the, that's the show I thought he was on. Um, so this person got into a scuffle with Drake and his entourage out at a club. Uh, at one point, his lawyer blamed Drake and said Drake started it, but we all know Drake is softer than baby shit, so he probably didn't start anything. Um, okay. This person has gotten into a physical altercation with Frank Ocean. This, still nothing. Still nothing? Mm-hmm. This person got into a physical altercation and caught a felony assault charge for beating the snot out of his girlfriend in 2009. Her name oh, was you're talking, Okay. You're talking about Chris Brown. <laughs> yeah. So okay. that is, that is not so Nick Chris Cannon. Brown does not have a TV show. Um, <laughs> got it. Yeah. I, I, I was like, because when you said jive, I immediately thought Chris Brown, especially when you said like the usher and the R Kelly as like influences, uh-huh. And I was like, I was thinking Chris Brown, but I'm like, Chris Brown doesn't have a TV show, so it can't be Chris Brown. Um, see, see? I, I this do is not, how however, little I know about him. I also do not remember a beef with Eminem, so I, I don't, you know, both of those things are clearly Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon has a TV right. show and has, a beef, has beefed with, with Eminem multiple times. Right, so, so I think Nick Cannon is who I was thinking of when I wrote beefed with Eminem okay. and had a TV show, because that's, a, what's it, Love and Hip Hop? Uh, who? What? Nick Cannon? What? No, Nick yeah. Cannon is um, wild and wild and out. That's what it is. We've talked about wild and out recently too. We have. I think so. that was last week or the week before. Yeah, but the, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Chris Brown. That's a that's a tricky one because you and we we because we haven't done a musician before. Have we haven't done a musician right? We've it's all been actors. Well, Will Will Smith is more of an actor than a musician. So. Right, he was an actor and a musician, but so was um, the Goop Girl. Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay, yeah, that doesn't count to me either. Too. So Chris no. Brown is is solely a musician. Um, and to, if you are able or willing to separate the music from the person, um, which I don't think you can do, the argument, if you can separate them, the argument isn't as clear. Um, I don't personally think you can separate them. I think he's trash. Um, okay. He because the 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 Rihanna incident or was was it Rihanna? Because I think he's had more. If it was, if it was Rihanna, he's had more than one. So he's been in trouble a couple of times. Um, the the big one that he got into that got him a lot of attention was Riri. Uh, but it, you know, in '09, Brown dated singer Rihanna. In '11, Brown began dating aspiring model Tran. Uh, yeah. Blah 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 blah. Okay, blah, yeah, there blah. was he, so there there was more than one. Yeah. Um So, you know, I, 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 there's there's no way around it that he he is trash. Um, I do, however, have an unpopular opinion, personal life and, and all of that bullshit aside. Um, and it's not necessarily my opinion, but it, it's an opinion that I've heard from multiple people and I wholeheartedly agree with is that he is 
he is the closest thing his this generation has to a Michael Jackson in the male form. Um, okay. Based on his the amount of the amount of hits, the amount you know his his how his music career spanned his the way his shows were choreographed and put together. Um, there there isn't anybody alive that's closer to Michael Jackson than he is in the male okay. form because I think Beyonce is everything Michael was, you know, in general. Just stops there. No 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 need to, uh, you know, to clear to to quantify it with you know male or female like. Beyonce is everything Michael Jackson was, um, but Chris hmm. Brown is you know that he's he's the he's the male Michael of this generation. Okay, so so you'd say as far as his talent and skill set, he's a made interesting contributions, but you can't. <laughs> I can yeah you, you can't you, you can't wash the beating of Rihanna away or, or anybody. Yeah, not even I mean you know Rihanna's a big name, so it's easy to you know to shy away from. But like just in general, anybody like he's just you know he's he's a piece of trash. Well, it's interesting because when we talked about the whole trash or treasure concept before we had a segment on it, we talked about Michael Vick and what he mm-hmm. did. And is there anything that somebody can do that's ear you cannot redeem, you and, know, and it was essentially murder or rape. Yeah. And, and here's here. But here's my Michael Vick has been apologetic. Michael Vick has done things in the community of, you know of like rescuing pets and, and things like that. Like he's, he's donated money. He's, he's done outreach. He's Chris Brown has done none of that. Chris Brown has been accused more than once. He's not done a poly, you know, he's actually been kind of a dickhead about it. I think I don't, I don't ever remember seeing where he, you know, he apologized or tried to make amends or did anything publicly to show that he had learned from his, his mistakes. Got it. So I think that's well, the, the clear cut definition for me. <clears throat> I think the important thing here is nothing beats a beautiful woman with a great voice, Sweet except Jesus, Chris Brown. It. God damn it. I knew you were going to do it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew there was going to be a Chris Brown joke in here somewhere. Well, there has to be. Yeah, you're right. There does have to be. So, but, all right. Well, that no, was I a would, pretty good one. What, I'd say, you know, aside from all the the alternative aside, facts. Yeah. Aside from the fact that it wasn't the person you thought it was, you were researching <laughs> the wrong person with the right name. That's the weirdest part about this whole thing. Well, no, I just, for some reason, I... I read that he was on some MTV show at one point for something, and I was like, "Oh, that's the that's the one where I asked Mike about the rap battle, and that's the guy that mm-hmm. that beefed with Eminem mm-hmm. over Mariah Carey." And <laughs> nope, nope, it's a different guy. <laughs> it's just the inherent racism. Yeah, I, I guess. Jesus Christ, Travis, what am I going to do with you? <laughs> I don't know, but Ashley told me it's not okay for you to tell me not to use the R word on a show called Nothing in Moderation. Uh, yes, it is, Ashley. Yes, it is. <laughs> It's, it's, the R word is not okay, but oh god, oh that's pretty good. I like that one. Oh. Well, all right, buddy, you ready to get the hell out of here? Yeah, uh, just want to encourage everybody to reach out and get stickers from us. Uh, we're happy to send them out to you. We'll send them out for free. You can reach mm-hmm. us on all the socials at Nothing in Mod Pod. Um, we'll get those, like I said, out to you. We just want you to send us a picture of where you, wherever you done stick the stickers. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep, that's all we need. We appreciate it. We uh, we we really appreciate you guys listening and interacting, and uh, we thank you so much. Yeah, let us know who uh, you think uh, is right on Trash or Treasure. Yeah, I mean, we've yeah. agreed every time. So also, you can you disagree DM, with us if you want to DM one of us. Um, you know, with a, a a get or somebody that you would like us to do, just let let us know. We'll do some research on them, and uh, you know, we'll we'll take we'll take your input that way too. But all right, buddy, let's get the hell out of here. All right, bye. All right, bye. Stop it. See ya.
Hey kids, you've reached the end of the podcast. That's it. There's nothing more here. Just dead air in this closing statement. We appreciate your diligence though. Now go back about your day and come back for the next show. Or listen again. In fact, that sounds like a better plan. Grab another show. That's what I'm doing right now. Whoever listens the most wins. You don't really win anything, really. Just the memories of better times, which is winning in my book. All right, well, this is the actual end. Hand banana. <laughs>